This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome on back. It's betting weekly game bet match. It's the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. It's the Australian Open round two. In the men's draw, I'm delighted to say looking ahead to it, is our senior ATP Tour handicapper and a good friend of mine, Mr. Sean Calvert. How are you, sir? Well, uh, you know, I'm all right. Here we, think. Here we go. Here we go. What's <laughs> happened now? Yes, you know, just the ups and downs of life. Yeah, the old uh, digestive system isn't fully in order today. But the good news is my tooth is back in situ in the correct place where it should be um after six visits to the dentist so everyone that was kind of their lives were on hold they're just sort of thinking well what and i've got work to do but i really want to know what's happened with sean's tooth i mean i I imagine that that runs into the dozens of people that were interested in that so for now it's back in there where it should be we we couldn't sleep in this house everyone was worried about you really yeah oh yeah it was very serious i was more worried about your bank balance than your tooth to be at fair well i paid for this ages ago obviously the, the subsequent visits just come under the original fee. He's not charging me every time I go back. It's it's obviously his fault. In fact, he said it's the first time that, that any crown has ever come out, any permanent crown has ever come out once it's once it's been in. So I'm a record breaker as far as he's concerned. But he's on very thin ice. I might have to sack him. I think if he's watching this show, this comes out again, mate, and you're you're done. I'm the crown dentist. never slips from your head as far as the king of the handicap in the only tennis world. He's a bit of a Sometimes poor start though yesterday. A bit of a poor start, wasn't it, round one? It was like... but um... I think we were unlucky, really unlucky with them two bets that we had. The Felix one, over 10 and a half in the first set. It was over 10 and a half in the sets two, three, and four. Um, and Fuksovic, we had any of the other bets that, that people would have taken on Fuksovic, apart from the one I went for, would all have landed. You know, he won the first set, he, a tiebreak away from winning the, the two sets that we needed. It, it went the way that I suggested it would, which was a, a, a tough, tough test for Dimitrov. In the end, Fuksovic faded physically. But, you know, the two matches went the way that I suggested that they would. They just, the results didn't come. And we had a couple of voids as well, didn't we? Mm. A couple of voids. I'll tell you the one thing I did notice um, on round one, 30 of the 32 seeds, only two seeds eliminated in round one. That's a very high ratio, isn't it? A lot of seeds going through, a lot of favourites going winning on round one. According to my data, only 13 underdogs won. In round one, that's the fewest since 2019. So that's 20%. So one in five underdogs winning. And the ones that did win, some of them were, you, you just wouldn't. I looked at them this morning. I was like, well, what did I miss here? And I, I don't think I really missed that much. Some of them won in, several of them won in final set tie breaks, didn't they? Caboli um, was a big one that beat Jerry. Jerry served for the match. You wouldn't expect him to, you know, with his serve, you know, in reasonable conditions to, to lose that one. Public must have tanked it against Nagal. Um, Summit Nagal, that is, you, you you wouldn't expect that. Several others, you just, you just on the data, on the stats, there was no, and even on a field point of view, I don't think there was any real basis for, for backing them. Obviously, you do get underdog winners in majors. It, sometimes they just don't make any sense, and I didn't think many of them made sense in round one, but it's a tough one, isn't it? 20%, as I said, you know, all along, it's, it's not easy backing underdogs in majors. 
No, before we go on to look at uh, today's matches, we record this on Tuesday uh, lunchtime over in the UK. So the matches we played throughout the night over across the state side. So we're going to look at Tuesday's matches. But this is our 200th show, believe it or not, on no, Betting no Weekly Studios. Show number 200 is a bit of a milestone for us. That's across all the shows, the tennis, the WTA tennis, and all the soccer as well, and all the other special shows. And that's show number 200. So thank you for everyone who's watched the shows. 200 yeah. since we moved across to our standalone YouTube channel, which was in July. And we've, we're just short of 2,000 subscribers. So if you like the show, please give us a subscribe and get us up to 2,000 uh subscribers to sort of celebrate our 200 shows so show number 200 let's go out in some style let's get some big winners here sean we want we want at least bet some plus 200 to cash for our 200 show i have got a big bet today it, it is a big oh, it's bet, like, it's but, what we like to hear. you know i'll talk about it in a second go on carry on with what you're doing yeah, just no just saying show number 200 so it's a bit of a milestone so thank you for everybody who's watched all the shows or any any of the shows and commented please keep the comments coming any questions you have for myself and sean but most importantly subscribe to the youtube channel we want 2,000 subscribers to celebrate our 200th show um before we go on to tomorrow's matches sean did round one um it was a takeout for you. Was there was there anyone you thought, oh, he looks good, or God, if he's plays at this going to be? I mean, Djokovic obviously struggled massively in in, in set one. He was he was broken many times. Didn't look at his best at all. And you know, he's a bit of an uneasy favourite in the market. Was there anyone that you thought, oh, this is this boy's going to take some beating here? I, I didn't think Alcaraz looked that good either. This, just now, his match has finished a couple of a couple of hours ago. He should have dropped the opening set to Gasquet. Looked very very edgy. Uh, Alcaraz. It would have been interesting to see what would have happened if Gasquet had won that first set. He had his chances in typical Gasquet style, but he was never going to do anything, was he? After the after he lost that opening set seven six, he you know he, he might as well have just finished the match then. But no, so not not great from from um, Alcaraz. You know they, they've all done well enough. I don't think anyone's kind of made me scurry for my notepad and and sort of jot down a name. No, not really. No, I, th- I thought Sinner played well, uh, obviously, but he does what he. You know he's gone. He's got beaten before when he's been yeah, a heavy player. Okay. I thought he played quite well. I didn't think he was that great. I didn't think he was at his best, to be honest. But it was good enough against Van der Zandt. I don't think anyone's really. Well, I'd say he had the toughest round, the first round opponent. Didn't he? Van der Zandt could have been a tough, tougher round first round opponent. But you know, the first round, I don't think many players, if you ask them, are that bothered how they play in the first round as long as they get through. As long as it's not a five-hour marathon, they just sort of edge through. Like like a Rublev, for example, he had a, the fright of his life, didn't he, against mm-hmm. um, Tiago Saboth Wild? But I think as long as they get through it, they're reasonably happy. I mean, Djokovic wasn't great at all, but no, we'll see. Let's have a look at the outright market prices now with Bet Rivers. Head to the Bet Rivers website; you'll be able to get all the outright prices. The market will be suspended this evening at around about seven p.m. Eastern time. So, if you want to bet on the Australian Open winner market, you have from till now until seven p.m. to get your bet down, your wager down. Uh, Novak Djokovic was even money to win the tournament. He's now pushed out to plus one ten after that sort of far from impressive performance in round one. Uh, Alcaraz is now plus three twenty. Sinner is six dollars. Medvedev, our pick, is nine dollars. Berev at twenty five. Diminuar thirty three. Rune thirty three. Dimitrov at forty. Rublev fifty. Sitsipas at fifty. Shelton at fifty. And Herkash at seventy to one. Um, Novak Djokovic is probably the talking point here. I mean. We, I asked you a question before, would you take Djokovic or would you take the whole of the field at even money? That was a question that you you were, we were asking. Um, mm. I was chatting to a guy who is probably best left, left nameless, um, who was it was a big tennis better, and he was chatting to me uh, on social media, and he was chatting to me, and he's convinced that Alcaraz is carrying an injury. Um, he wouldn't go into too much detail, but he's convinced that Alcaraz is a fake, and he reckons Djokovic obviously is 
we know Djokovic's stories of his injury. We know he had injuries concerns coming it, but he reckons Djokovic isn't right as well and he wants to take on the top two. Do you think that's a um a decent betting strategy? Or it's probably not a betting strategy you want to have done in, over the years in Australia with Djokovic winning 10 titles here, but uh, on the evidence of what we've seen in round one, I, I, I think the gap between Sinner, Medvedev and those two is, is a lot closer than those odds suggest. I think it depends on the strength of the information. He's, he's obviously got this info from somewhere. Um if you've got very strong information that Alcaraz is injured and Djokovic is injured from, from a very reliable source, then by all means, take them on. I haven't got that information. Um, but if you have that belief, then, you know, the best thing to do is, is, is take them on. And as I said, at the start of the tournament, I think the best person to take them on with on the stats certainly is, is Medvedev. Mm. I think the trouble is with Djokovic. We've, we've seen it all before, haven't we? I mean, we've seen it all so the many time, times. pretty all much time, every so... major, pretty much yeah. every major. As I said before, I think he, I think he does it deliberately to take pressure off himself. I'm not saying he invents the injuries, but I think he plays them up a little bit and, and then and then asks the press to play them down. You know, the, the narrative is there then, isn't it? He's controlling the narrative. And, and the narrative is, uh, ooh, I'm not really fully at my best. And I think that takes the pressure off him. Uh, Alcaraz, honestly, don't know. I, I, I thought he was all right today against Gasquet, but I couldn't detect any injury. But maybe... As I say, maybe that information is is solid. It's come from somewhere. The guy who, who told me it's pretty, pretty, pretty well. No, he's not pretty well known. He's a, he's a big better, but he's he would he would probably have a, a bit of an in, inside information that, that there was some kind of concern. But how much of an injury I don't know. And obviously, the market's still reflecting that Djokovic is plus one twenty one ten and Alcaraz is plus three twenty. I should say Djokovic has drifted out. But we have seen it so many times where there's injury doubts around the top two in the market, and then they just come through. They just hit another level, and they're just too good. To, so that's the sort of question mark you have to bet with. I mean, I remember that. Do you remember that match? What, what major was it where Djokovic played Taylor? I think it was Taylor Fritz and he was hobbling yeah, around. That was the Australian, I think, wasn't it? Or the yeah, US and he went on to win the tournament. It was like, there's no way he could walk in the match. It was just insane. Yeah, that, was, so, that was one of the famous ones. Yeah, him against Fritz. Yeah. That was incredible. Okay, let's move on to some matches for We today. should talk about the conditions, actually, before we just get yeah, into it. Yeah, I was going to ask you the conditions as we go into the matches. So go, you oh, okay. Show me now. Go on, give, give us the conditions. I mean, the weather forecast just, is changing, isn't it, over, over the next few days? So what yeah, if, it's what Melbourne. Have you, what have you got there? It's Melbourne, so it gets, as I said at the start, it gets a lot. It's so changeable, isn't it? It was 30-odd degrees today. There was players really struggling. 32 degrees, I think it was today. Very, very tough conditions. 20 degrees, it's supposed to be tomorrow and Thursday and Friday, a bit of rain around on Wednesday. So it's dropping 12 degrees. So that, that I think that will make a, a substantial difference to conditions. It will most certainly make it slower. No sunshine around, no, no baking of the courts, a um, bit of rain as well. So it should make conditions easier for the players. Um, it should make it slower. I've got some data in actually from the first 60 matches of the main draw. It's almost identical to previous years. 80% holds. Um, and 73% first serve points won, which is pretty much exactly the same as it has been in the previous four years on a green set. So I think the takeaway is it, it, it's probably been at its quickest that it, as it's going to be, certainly for the first week, and it's, it's going to be a little bit slower the next few days. So that's going to make a big change, and obviously that might suit some of the players who are much sorted by the slower conditions. Uh, sort of the clay players may have a, a bit of an advantage in this, maybe priced up as though it's going to be quick conditions. There's a couple of matches here where you've got big servers against sort of clay quarters that the line may move a little bit in favour of the clay quarter. Let's have a look at round two. Then we're going to start off with uh, one of those sort of, I'd say he's more more familiar with clay. It's Lorenzo Massetti, the Italian. He's up against Van Asch, the talented uh, Frenchman. 
Massetti come through round one. He beat uh, Bonzi. Van Ash beat the local lad, Duckworth, in a bit of a marathon match over five sets. And Massetti's the favourite here at minus 205. Van Ash is plus 160. They've never met before. Uh, the spread is four and a half. Uh, Mazzetti pl- minus four and a half plus 102. Van Ash receiving four and a half is minus 130. The total is 37 and a half. Bet Rivers have currently on their line, they have 39 different uh, markets available on this match. And I guarantee you, you will not find a more comprehensive amount of betting markets on a tennis tournament than what Bet Rivers will be offering you over the next two weeks in Melbourne. Um, I just see this one going. I mean, Massetti should be should be suited by the conditions, but you you've got a quite high premium to pay minus two hundred five. Very short. I mean, I'm looking at this this draw now of all these underdogs. I find it extremely difficult to make a, a solid, reliable case for for any of them. Yeah, it looked that. a really tough day, didn't it? And it does. All, all the favourites are very heavy, and it's very hard to make a case. As you said, yeah, I'm looking at all of them. I've looked mm. at it so many times last night and this morning. I'm trying to find little angles here and there. Um, this one is one of three matches that I quite like today that the favourite, I think, will win, but they will be tested. Um, I don't really like going on the the over games unless I've got a solid reason to do it. Um, but if you look at this one, there's not a lot between these two players and outdoor hard at main level over the last 12 months. In terms of their service points, one and return points, one tells Massetti, 100. You know, it's all right, but it's not really befitting of a guy in the with you know ideas of being in the top 20 that's those numbers aren't good enough and van asher very close on 98 so only two points in it on their outdoor hard court statistics van asher's actually won more second serve points than Massetti on this surface 53% to 51% it feels like one of those matches that Massetti'll have to kind of grind it out cuz when he plays his best it's great but he doesn't very often reach those heights or if he does, he comes off them and then back on them again. Similar to the Bonzi match in round one, I think this will be. Um, he'll probably win it, but not without a, a great deal of resistance from from the man on the other side of the court. Van Ash is going to make him play a lot of balls. Um, my lean here is is three sets to one, Massetti. Uh, that's a 3.95 plus 2.95 chance of Bet Rivers. I think he'll do it, but I think Van Asha will will cause him a lot of problems. So, uh, a difficult Match up for Massetti, but he will edge through. Favourite betters have been getting the cash in round one. We think you'll continue in round two. That match starts at 8.15 this evening, Eastern time. So you have plenty of time to get down with Bet Rivers. And the bet that uh, Sean suggested is a small lean for three sets to one for Massetti at 3.95. Remember, if you do place a bet with Bet Rivers, you can watch live and bet live with Bet Rivers. Uh, you'll be able to live stream the match on your tablet or your, mo- on your mobile phone or your laptop, whichever one you want to use to watch the match at 8.15pm. Come over and work and watch the game. Uh, Marazan against Serendulu is the next match. Marazan is minus 167. Serendulu ended a poor start to the year with a win against Sweeney. Uh, not a convincing win, but uh, he got the win. Um, that match is also 8.15pm today. Marazan is minus 167. Serendulu is plus 135. The spread is two and a half, minus 127, giving up two and a half from Marazan. Serendulu receiving two and a half is even, and the total is 38 and a half, and it's around about a pick and match on 38 and a half. The line is minus 114 on over and minus 112 for under. Serendulu's had a bad run of it late, you know, poor poor performances mm. against Muller, Dominic Team in the, in the in exhibition match before the tournament. And in that Sweeney match, he just managed to get through against an opponent that was ranked, I think it was 257 in the world. Uh, Marazan, obviously, we know he's just beat Chilich. Um, he's beaten um, Alcaraz on clay last year in Rome, a big-time performer. 
a player who's got a big match in him. Um, he's the unseeded player, but he is the favourite here, and you you would think that's about right. I think it's a bit short on the on the stats, to be honest with you. Right. Um, as you said, Serendolo in very poor form, but Marijan last twelve months at main level on outdoor hard. There's only one point in it in terms of service points one and return points one turtles. Marijan hundred and two, Serendolo one hundred and one. On the service hold and break turtles, Serendolo edges it hundred and four to hundred and three. So. This this is just being priced up on the fact that Serendolo has looked awful so far this season. You know, he's, he's ranked 40-odd places higher, Serendolo. He's just outside the top 20. It's not often you would get 2.35 plus 135, I think he is, isn't he? About yep. a guy just outside the top 20 um, against a much lower-ranked opponent. I know Marijan's got ability. I know he's a big-match player. Um, I just think this is very sure. I think that this price has moved, hasn't it, from the original line. I think Marijan was originally priced up around sort of 1.73 or something like that, mm. which I think is a bit more realistic. What is it at the minute? 1.6? It's minus 167, which is about minus, it's about, so it's minus one, it's a decimal, it's one, 166 around that price. Yeah, I think he's too short. I think he should be. 162, I think. 162. Yeah, he's just over, he's just over 1.6. I, I, it's too short. Based on the statistics, you are, if you're back in Serendola, if you're looking for an underdog to back, and let's face it, we are. I certainly am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have found it extremely difficult to find one where I can truly say I quite fancy him. This is about as good as it's going to get, I think, in this in, on this particular day of, of this particular bunch of matches. Um, over games is also likely. They both have very strong return games. I could I could certainly see this going long. And of course, the, the fact that the, the temperature is, is dipped a lot, making it much more playable. There's already been a lot of long matches. Um, this this has a feel of a kind of a long one. If Serendolo finds his old form, that that price is is very good. The concern is that is is Serendolo's poor form so far this year. Is that because of an injury that he's carrying? He hasn't really talked about it yet. It could be. Mm. It could be any number of things. Um, I think on the stats, Serendolo is a hint of value. But I, the reason I can't press the button is because he's looked so awful this year. Yeah. So uh, no real. I wouldn't say it's a lean. I'd just say that. You would I think, think it's value statistically. It's value statistically. It's value, but it just the current forms pull a little bit of a question mark it's against off, that plus one thirty-five. Yeah, it's off-putting because I think he might be injured, but I'm not I'm not sure what's going on with him. So we're not going to play. But uh, if you were going to play and you were looking for a bet, Serendulu could be a could be a little bit of value at the plus one thirty-five on the statistics. Just to let you know, the Bet River. But sorry, start again. Just to let you know, Bet Rivers is offering a live profit boost every day of the Australian Open when you place a wager of at least twenty-five dollars during a match. You'll receive a 20% profit boost. Limit one per day, every day of the tournament. See the Bet Rivers website for full details on the Australian Open bet and get offer. So there's an offer from Bet Rivers there for in play betters. And this one here could be an in play bet if Serendulu gets off to a good start and shows that he's not worries, no injury concerns. He could be a bet here at plus 135. Now, the next match here, this is an interesting match to me. I really think this is an interesting game. Taylor Fritz is a very, very heavy favourite here. No surprise, American Sportsbook going very, very heavy on Taylor Fritz. He's a very popular man. He's always bet with the American betters. He's up against Gaston, who comes through as a, a lucky loser, didn't he? He, he got his yep. place in the draw because um, Gojo pulled out. And then he's won his match against Kabash Bainer. And he plays Taylor Fritz here. And Taylor Fritz is not playing well at all. Uh, I, I'm not impressed with Taylor Fritz. I think he's a, he's a big price favourite wait, waiting to get beat at some opportunity. Is Gaston the man to do it? I don't know. But the conditions will suit Gaston here. Um, Fritz is minus 835, as I said. Gaston is plus 575. 
the spread here is a massive six and a half. Plus 123 for Gaston, minus 162 for Fritz. And the total is 33 and a half, which does seem extremely low uh, for a Fritz match to be 33 and a half, and especially in, in these slower conditions. Over is minus 118. Of all the matches you sent across to me today, Sean, this was the one that I thought I want to get with the underdog here on the handicap or three sets to one, like you, you might come on to that kind of thing. Or I think getting with Gaston in some capacity other than the money line yeah, is the way to go here. Are you agree so, me or disagree? I'm so tempted to back Gaston here. I, yeah, I really am. I think he's massive. I think Fritz I, is is spent. Dude. I, I just don't trust him. I, I, the the thing that puts me off Gaston is he, he's so moody. You know, he, if he, if he gets off to a bad start, you could see him tanking this. I know it's a grand slam, but you know he lost in qualifying six love six two mm. to Lloyd Harris, who's a similar type of player to Taylor Fritz. But the, the reason I quite there's a couple of reasons why I quite fancy Gaston doing so. I'm just not sure about Taylor Fritz at the minute. There's a lot of talk going around of, that he hasn't done a full off season due to the foot injury that he had towards the end of last season. That apparently that that's continued until sort of the the winter months, and he hasn't really done a full training block. He struggled, didn't he, in this first round against Diaz Acosta as a as a very very heavy favourite. Rolled his ankle in that match as well, didn't he? So there's injury concerns aplenty about Taylor Frist. The slower conditions won't suit him either with these balls that are initially quick and then get get very, very slow. And the other thing is Gaston's style, I feel like it. if he plays his best stuff, Gaston, it, it, I think it will unsettle Taylor Fritz. I've said before many times, Fritz is not comfortable up at the net. He, he likes to be on the baseline, side to side, getting that rhythm. Um, he does not like coming to the net. His volume is not good. Um, and we know Gaston loves a drop shot. He absolutely loves it. He's got all all the shots Gaston. Um, he won't give Taylor Fritz any rhythm. You know, and Gaston's beaten some some big servers before. He's, he's beaten Isner. He's beaten Struff. He's beaten Kevin Anderson on hard courts. He beat Poppy Rin at Wimbledon. But it, it does depend on whether he's in the mood. <laughs> it sounds silly to say, you know, it's a grand slam, you know, round two. He should be in the mood, but you you, you can't rely on him, can you? I think if he's in the mood and he's in form and he's he's feeling it, I think he's got every chance. But if he's not, he could get absolutely walloped. So well, that's the danger with the three and a half, thirty-three and a half on the total, because you could, you could lose a set six-one or six-love quite easy, and that, that he could. will muck you up on the total and also muck you up on the spread as well. He could. I've been umming and ahhing about this all day. I I just feel like it's one of them that would, if he has a bad day, it it could look like a very very bad bet indeed. But if he has a good day, I think he could cause Fritz. All sorts of problems. I'm, I'm tempted with the plus two and a half. What's the plus two and a half sets on? Um, I've, I've, I've come out of it now. One you, 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 let me find it for you. That's that's one option. The over games is another option. Um, I feel like he's he's either going to go really close or he's going to get blown away. Gaston plus two and a half sets is minus one eighteen. Okay, I don't know whether I want to do it at odds on. That's where I'm going anyway. Maybe the overs um, is is potentially the best option. One of those, I think, is 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 the one to go for, depending how brave you feel. Um, he's either going to get close or he's going to get he's going to get beaten pretty heavily. But I just don't think Fritz is in the sort of form to beat anyone heavily no. at the minute. So I'd probably favorite. Fritz for overs, but it's 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 a difficult one on a very difficult day. It is yeah, I mean, it's got it. it I, I think you might. I think at plus five seventy five, you might 
be just worth having to go on the money line. Yeah, just hoping maybe. that Fritz has had. Well, I think we might be looking too into it. Manage it in play. Yeah, yeah. I just think he's quite it, possible. Plus five seventy-five. Eight minus eight thirty-five for Taylor Fritz. You wouldn't bet Taylor Fritz at minus eight thirty-five with counterfeit Not in the money, state of that he's in at the minute. Not not in his current state. You know, I know some of the rumors may just be rumors, but his his, his off season and stuff. But he certainly didn't look fit against Diaz Acosta. He certainly didn't look in form against Diaz Acosta, a guy who hasn't got the greatest power in the world, similar to Gaston in many ways. But Gaston's got that real talent when he's on form. Mm. Well, it's an interesting one, but it wouldn't surprise if Gaston at plus 575 was definitely a, 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 a bet to, to hedge or to trade yeah, in play. Take the yeah. 575. If he takes the opening set, he's going to be trading around about $2. So, um, yeah. He'll be back to win the opening set because he's he's got a style that Fritz... I think I don't think Fritz will like that style if Gaston's he, playing his best, and he won't like the conditions Fritz here. It, this is this is not Fritz kind of conditions. It's, it's going to be relatively old. cool, isn't it? Yeah, like 20, yeah. 20 degrees is like a sort of not great British summer day, isn't it? Like mm. quite Give cool, that, certainly. Give me that today. Well, I know it's absolutely it's, it's bitter, isn't it? It's horrible. But um, yeah, some all I can say is Gaston in some way is probably the way to go there. So hopefully you can solve the puzzle a little bit better than me, myself and Sean here, but we're in agreement that the Taylor Fritz price at minus 835 is, is looks very, uh, not, not very attractive. And Gaston at plus 575 is definitely the way that we're leaning towards there. That match starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, make sure you head across to the Bet Rivers. And if you do place a bet, you can watch live and bet live with Bet Rivers streaming the match on your tablet or your mobile phone. Uh, the next match is the evening match. It's tomorrow. It's 3 a.m. on the early hours of Wednesday morning, Eastern time. It's the evening match in Australia, and it's the big match of the day. Sefanov sits a pass at minus 590, the beaten finalist here. Last year, he's up against Jordan Thompson, the local lad. They're going to have a huge amount of support from the Aussies fans. Always very, very popular, Thompson, and always the Aussies always get behind their players. Um, and this could be a, a test for Sitsibas because the last time they met was in 2023 in Indian Wells in what? Was, I was, was there. It, it was. Was it slow? That no, it was. It was. Indian slow. Wells is slow. Yeah. So yeah. it's very slow. Very similar conditions here today. And uh, he did have a problem though, didn't he? That day, Sitsipas. He had a shoulder. He's had a problem all end every day at the end of the last. <laughs> it's called Badossa. That's what the problem is. Seven six. That was pre Badossa. He had a shoulder issue that day, oh, right. if I remember rightly. He had that shoulder but, issue for a little while, didn't he? I think that was yeah, what was going on there. He he does lead the head to head two one. No Sitsipas, but Thompson did win that match. But Sean was that last time in Indian Wells. So what do you think, here, Sean? Um, I think Thompson's been in great form lately. You know, beating Rafael Nadal, all right, it's not a peak Rafael Nadal, but that's got to give you massive confidence. My concern with, with Jordan Thompson is I'm not sure how fit he is. He had a problem against Massetti in Adelaide a week or so ago with a groin issue. Couldn't really move very well. And I was umming and ahhing whether to back Vukic against him in round one, purely on the basis of the injury. But he's he's gone, he's gone out and played five sets. Won it 6-4 in the fifth against Vukic. Um, Sitsipas has also had injury problems, hasn't he? Um, back problems and, and what have you. He was a little bit fortunate in, in a way that Zizou Bergs melted down in the heat in round one. Bergs, I think, took the first set, didn't he? Um, and then he just he just didn't have anything left. He started cramping up and, and Sitsipas won it pretty easy in the end. Um, I think what will help Jordan Thompson here is the fact that he's shown more willingness recently to come into the net. He's going to rush. He's going to try and rush that Sitsipas backhand. We'll see how successful he is at that. If we look at the stats, last twelve months, main level on outdoor hard. Thompson's a pretty good 
His service points, one return points, one total is 101. That's better than Massetti that I mentioned earlier. Sitsipas is ahead on 105, but it's not it's not a massive chasm between them. It's it's enough for me to suggest that Sitsipas, assuming that he's fit, um, is going to be the first leg of my big price parlay today. That, the, that is a set betting score, 3-1 to Sitsipas. I think he'll win it with a little bit of difficulty, but handily enough. 3-1, 3.25 plus 2.25 at Bet Rivers. That's first leg of a, a small half-point parlay today. Yes, it's a pass uh, 3-1, 2.25 with Bet Rivers. Uh, Sean's parlay, we come on to that in a minute. So that's an Australian up against uh, Sitsipaston Bomber. Well, the finalist last year, wasn't he, Sitsipaston? Yeah. He's, got, he's got, a, got, a lot of, got a lot of support behind him, Thompson, here, and I think you're going to give some problems, and he has beat him the last time they met. Um, the next match sees another Australian action, the final match we're going to cover here today. It's Alex Diminua up against Arnaldi. Um, Diminua is a heavy favourite, number 10 seed. He's minus 480, arguably playing some of the best tennis of his career. Coming into the tournament, he beat Fritz, he beat Djokovic, he beat Zverev. And uh, he, he beat Raonic in round one, but Raonic did have to retire uh, during the match. Arnaldi is plus 360 here, but Arnaldi's looked quite good against Walton and other Aussie in the round one. This is a big up from Walton to play Diminois. Uh The handicap is six and a half, spread is six and a half. Diminois, uh receiving six, giving up six and a half is plus 104. Arnaldi receiving six and a half, a heavy throw for at minus 132. And the total here is 35 and a half with over minus 109, under minus 117. The conditions will, I would think, suit the Italian here, Arnaldi. Um, he's, he's, he's seen a bit of money for him, actually, uh, in, in the build-up to this match. His clay's form last year was exceptional. He won 23 of his 30 matches. It's going to be a lot slower. Uh, you would expect Arnaldi to be more suited by the conditions, but Dimimor is in some great form. Um, heavy favourite, but um, I think it's a difficult ask for this one. I think he should win it, Dimimor, but again, he's, I don't think he's going to win this easily. He's, he's certainly the right favourite. Um but the way that he plays Diminois, he, he does have to play his best tennis to win to win matches and to win them comfortably. He's got to play a very clean match. It's not like he can he has a big weapons to kind of rely on, you know, big serve, big forehand. That'll win me a lot of service games. That's that's not Diminois' game. He has to win a lot of it on solidity and, and court craft and, and fitness and tenacity and all those things. It's not as easy as it as people think to to play like that way all the time. It's difficult to keep that that intensity up as well over the best of five sets. These two have got a similar kind of differential to Sitsipas and Thompson in terms of their data over the last 12 months at main level. Diminor, uh it's got the same service points, one in return points, one total as Sitsipas, actually 105. And Arnaldi's on 100, which is, you know, very respectable um, as well. And both have won the same percentage of second serve points, 54% of second serve points. Both these guys have won last 12 months at main level. Both of them held serve around 81% of the time. So closely matched um, on those stats. Diminor has a better return game, which is probably what will win him this match. Um, but I, th- he, I think he would be absolutely delighted to win this one 3-0, Diminor. I, I, I'm not convinced that he's going to do it. Arnaldi's a player who's on an upward trajectory at the moment, mm-hmm. isn't he? He's, 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 you know, we'll, we'll see how far it, this, it can take him. But he's certainly a player on the up. Um, so I think he'll win a set. I don't think he'll win the match. I think Diminor will probably win it eventually. But again, this is the second leg of my parlay. 3-1 to Diminor here. It's a plus 240 chance with Bet River. So the parlay should pay uh, just a squeak over 10 to 1. So the, give us the parlay, Sean, the 10 to 1 parlay. Yeah, so th- a Diminor uh, yep. to beat uh, Arnaldi by three sets to one and Sitsipas yep. to beat Thompson 
also by three sets to one. That will pay you 10 to one. Just a squeak over 10 to one with Bet Rivers. And what we have in that half a unit or quarter just of a unit? Just half a unit, yeah. Just, okay. a, just, yeah. It's, it's just a small play, but I really find today very difficult to make a, a, a confident and sound case for any of the underdogs. I, I'd be kind of hoping and, and kind of guessing a little bit, not guessing, but trying to second guess some things that it's, it's just, it's just too difficult. So I've gone for the, the, the three, one favorites. It is a very, very difficult day of tennis action on round two in Melbourne at the first major of 2024, the Australian open. Uh, remember that offer that bet revenues are doing. They're offering a live profit boost every day of the Australian open. When you place a wager of at least $25 during a match, you'll receive a 20% profit boost. Limit one per day, every day of the tournament. See the Bet Rivers website for full details on the Australian Open. Bet and get. And remember, watch live and bet live with Bet Rivers. You'll be able to live stream any of the matches you place a wager on on your tablet or your mobile phone or your laptop from the comfort of your own home. Okay, that's it. I mean, it's show number 200. So thank you all again for watching all the shows. Um, please keep subscribing. We're looking to get 2,000 subscribers. There's some brilliant content coming out. There's a European show, which was hit record heights on views last week. The Premier League boys, myself, Jack Wright, and Dan Robo had a great week. Jack in particular cashed so many massive price tickets. Brilliant content coming your way. Lots of tennis action. Um, Sean will be back with me tomorrow. Hopefully the card tomorrow will be a little bit more exciting, Sean, than he was today. I think there's a few more options tomorrow from yeah. what I've seen so far. And, the, and keep the teeth in the mouth. That's the, that's the big key. Make if sure you they're don't... still in by the end of the tournament, or... I'll be happy. Yeah, don't eat any toffees. And, you know, if, if, if they're gold teeth and I've things aren't bad, don't take... Yeah, well, don't be eating that, please. We need your teeth. <laughs> don't take that out and days are melt that gold and try to get some money because gold's expensive now. So don't don't be doing that if, we, if things are quite bad. Uh, remember to <laughs> remember to follow us on our socials at Because We Win on Twitter and on Instagram X now as it's not Twitter and subscribe to the Betting Weekly Studios as I said we're just short of 2,000 please go on there give us a subscribe if you want to get a subscribe like, comment give us a views on anything you have there and download our podcast Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider and whoever provides your podcasts okay that's been it just a very difficult day just one parlay but it's a big parlay let's cash that ticket it's 10 to 1 parlay 3 sets to 1 Dimitrov to beat Arnaldi and three sets to one Sitsapas to beat Thompson. Sean, thanks for your time. Speak Thank to you. you. Have a good day. All the best.